You're listening to Sprott Money Daily News. Hello, this is Jeff Rutherford for Sprott Money News. We're here live at the Vancouver Resource Investment Conference, and today we're speaking to our friend Mr. Ed Steer, a director at GATA and also for Ed Steer's Gold and Silver Daily on Casey Research. Hello, Ed. Thank you for joining us today. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Jeff. Wonderful. So, Ed, we always like to hear your opinion here. Uh, let's take a look firstly at what's happening in regards to oil prices. Uh, many are maintaining that what's happening here is as a result of OPEC not only trying to influence what's happening as far as the shale oil boom, but likewise as far as what's happening in Russia. Some are believing that they're actually trying to crumble the Russian economy. What's your thoughts on that, Ed? Is there any sort of validity to that? Well, it's a very complex and fluid situation. I think the, the initial uh, reaction was that Saudi Arabia was trying to maintain its market share and was no longer uh, going to cut its production. Of course, that had an enormous ripple-on effect throughout the entire OPEC nation, and of course, all the oil producers of the world suddenly found themselves in a situation where oil prices were plunging. And there's no question about it, it's certainly going to affect the high-cost producers, whether it be Nigeria or Venezuela, or the shale oil uh, producers in the United States, and even some of the oil sands projects here in Canada. And as to the Russian connection, there certainly is some validity to that, because back in the 80s, when Reagan pulled off his Star Wars program, they went around the world, they decreased the price of oil down to $10 a barrel, killed the gold price because that's where Russia was getting all its foreign reserves from at the time. So in Russia's attempt to keep up with the Star Wars program by Ronald Reagan, with no money coming in, uh, it ended up with the Soviet Union falling. And the Russians and a lot of other people think that this is the plot again, and it may be part of it, but it's not all of it. Now, likewise, uh, let's take a look at what's happening in terms of the Swiss revaluation. We just saw the Swiss National Bank remove its cap off of the Swiss franc against the euro. What are your thoughts on that, Ed, in terms of uh, what we could be seeing as a result of this? Well, the Swiss bank saw the writing on the wall as far as the euro was concerned because the word was coming out that this Thursday they were going to start quantitative easing with the European Central Bank. And they were already going down the road of bankruptcy anyway as far as the Swiss National Bank was concerned. So they figured that, you know, before this becomes absolutely, totally out of control and we drive this nation into the ground, we're going to have to pull the peg. And that's precisely what they did. And I noticed in the story this morning on the Internet that the ECB is now having second thoughts about this uh, quantitative easing program. So it's obviously having a ripple effect, but I can tell you right now the effects are both profound and long-term, and it's just too soon to tell how this is all going to shake out. Okay, uh, now let's take a look at what's happening here in terms of with gold, and uh, likewise what's happening with uh, gold in China. What are your thoughts on that, Ed, as well? Well, there's no question about it. Uh, you know, four or five years ago, China was a non-entity uh, as far as gold imports and gold use was concerned, and of course, in the last during the, during the interim, it has become the, a major force in, in, the, in the gold consumption market. They're, they're consuming anywhere between 30 and 40 percent of all the gold mined, or actually more than that, that's coming out of the ground uh, all over the world. And then, of course, you have Russia taking gold off the market every month, and India's back in the game once again. And we're seeing gold consumed by just about those three countries, but far more than is being produced every year. And it's only a matter of time before the Western central banks, where the balance of the gold reserves have to come from to feed these countries, they're going to say no more, and they're going to pull a pin and say we're not going to supply this market. And at that point, I think we'll see a readjustment in the price. But as to when that may happen, I don't know, but it's definitely coming. Again, Ed, thank you for joining us today here on Sprout Money News. And as usual, we invite our listeners to go to Casey Research and subscribe to Ed Stair's Gold and Silver Daily. Again, Ed, thank you for joining us here today. Thanks for having me on, Jeff. This is Jeff Rutherford for Sprott Money News, live at the Vancouver Resource Investment Conference 2015. Have a great day.